Ready to level up your leadership? This is The Growth Project. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Growth Project. Great to be with you. Isn't it a great time of year? Spring is in the air. We're starting to see a bit more sunshine. It's getting a little bit warmer here in Melbourne, at least anyway, which is very, very welcome. And I really wanted to round the week out, I guess, with um, a bit of a recap on a situation that has unfolded over the last week, week and a half thereabouts uh, with an individual in Australia called Tim Gurner. So if you're not familiar with who Tim Gurner is, he's an Australian entrepreneur and property developer. And I've got a bit of a, um, a grab here for you. If you're not across what this is all about, you might have seen this in the news. However, uh, this is a grab, uh, an audio grab from the Australian Financial Review Property Summit, where Tim Gurner gave his thoughts on productivity in, in trades in particular and let's have a listen and then we'll have a chat afterwards. I think the problem that we've had is that we've, you know, we, we have people decided they didn't really want to work so much anymore through COVID and that has had a massive issue on productivity. You know, tradies have definitely pulled back on productivity. You know, they, they have been paid, paid a lot to do not too much in the last few years and we need to see that change. We need to see unemployment rise. Unemployment has to jump 40 50% in my view we need to see pain in the economy. We need to remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. I mean, there is a, there's been a systematic change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them um, as opposed to the other way around. So it's a dynamic that has to change. We've got to kill that attitude and that has to come through hurting the economy, which is what the whole global, you know, the, the world is trying to do. The governments around the world are trying to increase unemployment to get that to some sort of normality. And we're seeing it. I think every employer now is seeing it. I mean, there is definitely massive layoffs going off. People might not be talking about it, but people are definitely laying people off and we're starting to see less arrogance in the employment market. And that has to continue because that will cascade across the cost balance. So that's what all that was about. So if if that was the first time you've heard it, I'd be interested in your thoughts, actually. Feel free to send emails or messages. I'll put uh, actually up on Spotify, I'll put a poll up as well to gauge people's reactions to that. So there's been a huge amount of commentary around this. And I've seen a lot on LinkedIn in particular. And I, I put my two cents out there as well. So what I wanted to do, I guess, was share my thoughts on what unfolded here. So I've been thinking about this for a while now. And what this really screamed to me was really the the importance of and the power that words have um, in shaping, I guess, public perceptions and and relationships with employees. So you heard the statements for yourself. So there's a couple of really interesting, or there's a lot of really interesting statements that he made. One of the first ones that stood out to me was that he was calling for pain in the economy. So, and I know a lot of people will have some thoughts on this, especially given his 
position, I guess, uh, being a very successful person. And a lot of the commentary I've seen is really pointing towards a disconnect from the average person uh, and what and what we deal with and, and, and the challenges we face in running small businesses or being employees in business. So the interesting thing though is that he backflipped on his position publicly very, very quickly with um, the the pub- public scrutiny and the reaction that came from his comments. So I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. We'll come back to integrity later, integrity of, of the things that we put out there and the things that we say. But uh, he called for unemployment to rise and for pain to be inflicted on the economy to, I guess, recalibrate people's um, perceptions on what it means to be an employee. So if you've followed this podcast, you'll probably know my position on on Tim Gurner's comments here, and you'd be right. So whilst I don't want to turn this into a bash fest, I really want to focus on integrity and the importance of wielding your thoughts and words carefully, um, especially if you have goals and and um, I guess you're you're aspiring to enhance trust and relationships within your teams. So I'm not suggesting though that employers don't have the right to feel frustrated perhaps if there is a perceived issue with productivity. That's that's not what I'm saying. That, And I do think that that is a issue that a, a lot of businesses do face or, or a concern that many businesses have. And if that is the case, though, we know that there are much better ways to approach those issues rather than putting a blanket call for economic pain across the country. So, the notion that financial pain should be inflicted on workers to recalibrate uh, the employment landscape, this is just not an effective way to achieve what his goal seems to be, which is to improve productivity and shift the attitudes of people who are employed by businesses. So I think what stands out to me the most is leadership style. And if that's the go-to for uh, a shift in productivity and the attitudes of people in the workplace, then I think I think that we're missing something here in really fundamental leadership principles. Not to mention the fact that taking that approach would simply just be unethical. So financial pressure is something that is, and the reason I say that it's not effective, the the suggestion is not effective, is that we know that stress and stressors are a big catalyst for many issues in the workplace and financial stress and the threat of unemployment would actually have the opposite effect, I believe, than what Mr. Gurner was suggesting. And it does actually paint a picture that he sees the uh, employer-employee relationship as more uh, 
uh, is more weighted towards the employer in terms of who should um, who should be calling the shots or um, who's uh, who, who's more important in that relationship. And let's remember, uh, even as a business owner myself, let's remember that the um, that people employees make a business. Yeah. So we can have systems and we can have products and we can have um, processes that are industry leading, but unless we've got motivated and um, supported employees to deliver these outcomes for the business, we're in trouble. Okay. So I'm not saying that employees then should use that to their advantage. What I'm saying is there needs to be a mutual recognition of the other side of that relationship. So employees certainly need to be aware that they're being paid to perform a function and to do it well and to do it to the best of their ability. An employer has a responsibility to provide an environment and all the resources that any that an employee needs to achieve that for the business. So this is a mutually beneficial relationship that needs to be nurtured. And uh, what what it does though, what this what this commentary highlights is I think a lack of integrity in ideals and words. So if all it took was some severe public backlash, that either shows a lack of integrity and in the fact that he maybe didn't mean what he said, or he's simply backtracking. He still believes what he said, but he's just putting out to the public what the public wants to hear to let the noise go away or get to to quieten things down. So either way, I believe that this doesn't reflect well. And it's a really strong reminder of the power that our words have and the power that our opinions have and the consideration we should make in putting them out there. So I just, I guess I just wanted to share my thoughts on, on that. Like I said, I think there's valid cases for discussions around this theme to occur, but it needs to be done respectfully and it needs to be done productively and in a collaborative manner. So let's not make drastic suggestions on how we can improve employer and employee relations Let's just follow some really simple proven principles in effective leadership to improve those working relationships between the employer and the employee. So that's all I really wanted to put out there on that one. There you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of The Growth Project. I'm really enjoying the interaction, so please keep the messages and emails coming through. Keep an eye out for our upcoming Frontline Leader Mindset Workshops at enatrain.com.au. They're in Sydney and Melbourne, and of course, you can reach out to request a private customised workshop for your team. Again, that's enatrain.com.au. That's E-N-E-R-T-R-A-I-N.com.au. What would really help us send our leadership insights far and wide is five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or even just share the show with your network, family, and friends. Until the next episode, 
Look after yourself and look after your teams.